welcome to the True Tabernacle podcast channel. We hope that you find encouragement and inspiration during one of our sermons, discussions, or interviews. For more information regarding our faith community, connect with us on Facebook at our True Tabernacle page. And while you're at it, hit subscribe to this channel to stay connected. else like you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Isn't, isn't he good? Amen. God is good all the time. And all the time God is good. Praise God. No matter what we face, no matter what the circumstance and the situation is, we have an on-time God that can minister to us. Amen. At will. God, praise God, we have a, a special request this morning, if you allow me for a moment, if I can now find it, there it is, and uh, I didn't bring my glasses, so I'm going to turn it sideways, where I can blow it up. Many of you know what's going on in the country of Ukraine right now, and uh, it is a very troubling time for them and their people, uh, enduring something that they didn't look for or didn't ask for, and yet uh, they found it on their doorstep. Evil has many faces, and it likes to work its magic around the world in many different ways, but our general superintendent said we received a report from the leader in Ukraine. He and his family are in a small village outside of Kiev. Currently, they are safe and in close contact with our churches and pastors. Cities throughout the country are under attack, including Odessa, where there is a naval base and an apostolic church. Some of our people in nearby countries have been put on alert. Let's join in focused prayer for these specific needs. Praise God. So when you uh, do your daily devotion, maybe later on today or this week, uh, they need our prayer. They need our prayer. You know, there's some people who care less whether the world blows up everywhere as long as they get what they want. They don't care about other people. They care about themselves. I'm here to tell you this morning, if you bring that over into the spiritual, you and I need to, although our lives are very important, but sometimes it's all about us. But in reality, it needs to be about all of us. Praise God and what we can do for the kingdom. So pray for our brothers and our sisters and the people of the Ukraine that God would uh, uh, somehow help them through this. And uh, I believe he can. Praise God. I believe he can. Praise God. So many times I'm just rambling. this. I'm chasing rabbits this morning. Is that okay? So many times you see things like this happen and the leaders of their country just flee. They, they just pick up, get what they can, grab the cash, and leave. But something in, in this leader and his parliament where they have decided that they're going to hang out. And they're, if the ship goes down, they're going down with it. Amen. Sometimes it takes that, that kind of intestinal fortitude that says, you know what? Enemy, you might come at me. And you might come at me with everything you got. But I'm not bailing. I'm sticking in there. <laughs> Amen. He is great. 
There's no one like him. The songs that we're singing kind of segued, I kind of smiled because it kind of segued into what uh, I'm going to talk about today. And uh, just real quick, turn to Philippians chapter 4. We're going to read a couple scriptures out of there. And then uh, I will let you be seated. Uh, you know, if we really... If we really believe that God could do anything, and if we really believe that we could do all things through Christ that strengthens us, I believe we could do more than what we are doing right now. Amen. amen. If I really believe that he could heal, amen, I believe we could see more healings. If, amen, it wouldn't depend all the time on the doctors, and I thank God for doctors. They've got their place. They've got their knowledge. They've got their understanding. But as a child of God, I want to get to a place that I can believe. Amen. I, I want to believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And Paul writes in Philippians, the fourth chapter, just one verse here, verses 13 and also verse 19. He says, I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. Now, how many knows that scripture? How many's read that over and over? I can do all things through Christ, amen, which strengthened me. If we really believed it, Philippians 4, verse 19 says, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Lord God, we thank you for your goodness, your mercy, amen, your love and kindness that you have so graciously shown to us today. Amen. We thank you for this great country that we live in and the freedoms that we have here. Lord God, help us to hold on to them and never allow ourselves to get like other people that, that seem to have such a disdain for the freedoms that we have in our country. But I pray, God, Lord Jesus, that your spirit would not only rest in here, but rest in this, in this wonderful country, this world that you have made. Amen. I pray, God, that we would extend our hands of praise and worship unto you, the creator of all things, and give you the praise that you rightfully deserve. I pray for your anointing today. I pray for our heart, every heart that's here today, every ear. I pray that it will be opened. I pray that the hearts will be open to receive what, amen, what you would challenge us with today. In Jesus' wonderful name, we pray and let everybody say amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. <clears throat> now, I know this is Sunday morning, and I don't want to be a, a drag on anything, but, but uh, based on these two scriptures, I want to, I want to look at uh, uh, the, uh, this, these few words here, these four words, if we really believed, amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, if we really believed, amen, amen. And this is not a message that's going to be trying to damper, put a damper on our faith or anything like that. But I would like to examine our faith and see how much we have so that we can try and do what uh, uh, is the right thing to do. Try hard to increase it. Amen. When you look at Ezekiel, the 12th chapter, and verse 25, For I am the Lord, I will speak, and the word that I shall speak shall, everybody say shall, come to pass. Do we believe that? Amen. Sure we do. Amen. It shall be no more prolonged. For in your days, O rebellious house, I will say the word and I will perform it, said the Lord God. Amen. That was pretty profound. Amen. That was pretty profound. I like that amen. Thank you, Jesus. 
Throughout the Bible, God uh, was moved because mankind believed, and God was moved even if they didn't believe. How many, is glad, how many is glad God has the ability to move even when mankind doesn't believe? In the Old Testament, you read where the prophets did great feats because they knew that God was with them and they trusted Him. They trusted His Word. Let me show you a few here today. Abraham headed for a country that God spoke to him. How? By faith. Everybody shout that, by faith. So that a man that was an idol worshiper, we don't talk about that much, right? We don't really talk about the previous life of, of Abraham and Haran and all them. We don't really look at that, but they were idol worshipers. And so this man that was an idol worshiper, all of a sudden would hear the voice of God, leave everything he had, Go to a land that he'd never been to. And then when the enemy captured his nephew, he went out and conquered Lot's enemies. Why? Because he trusted in God. Praise God. Moses delivered Israel Israel because God had proved his faithfulness. Sometimes you're going to go through a proving season in your life. God's going to prove you. God's going to test you. God's going to see, do you have the capability or the ability to trust my word? To hear my word and trust my word and believe in my word. Moses, he, he, he was tested by God and the miracles came because God showed his power to Moses. And once again, let me say it, Moses trusted in God. How many of us can say today, we trust in God? It's easy to listen. It's easy to maybe look at some things. It's easy to say, I believe. But do we really believe to the point that we can trust what He speaks into our lives? Moses trusted God. When you look at Elijah, smote the water and it parted. Elisha did the same thing as Elijah became because he believed in Elijah's God. But I also believed, amen, that there came a time where Elisha once again had to, had to not just believe in Elijah's God, but he had to believe in the same God for himself. I can look at other people and see the power of God in their life. And I can pray and say, God, I, 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 want, I want that same thing in my life. But you also got to stop and say, what has been the price that they have paid to receive that kind of relationship with God? You can't, you can't serve God just because somebody else is serving God. You have to serve God for yourself. You got to believe His Word for yourself. Amen. That's what makes your relationship stronger with God every day is when you wake up in the morning, you say, I believe. And you go to bed at night and you say, I believe. Amen. And the next day you do the same thing. I believe. I believe in your word, God. I stand fast on your word. I stand on your word. Oh, let's clap our hands and praise him this morning. If you want a parting of the waters experience in your life, you got to stand on the Word of God. 
Hey, listen, that's why it's important, younger people in the Lord. Look at those people that have gone on before. Look at those that are here today, amen, that, are, that have stood the test of time. What are they doing? they got to be doing something right, amen. It's because they've got this connection with God and nothing else matters. That's the most important thing that they focus on in their life. And so as a young person, we look at that. We can't live off of that, but it can be an example to us to say, that's what I want, and I'm seeking after it. I'm going after it. Amen. I believe in the Word of God. Hallelujah. Faith is the element that releases the power of God. Not excuses. If all we're doing is sitting around saying, uh, is making excuses on why God didn't do, do this and why God didn't do that, and if, if sister so-and-so would have shouted a little bit harder, and if they would have ran at least a couple more laps, uh, and if, uh, if this would have happened or that, look, look, living for God is not a place where you need to be full of excuses. Uh, amen. If you got shortcomings, uh, you just call on God and say, Lord, uh, I, I'm not where I need to be, but I'm still believing uh, I'm going to grow stronger in you. Can somebody say praise the Lord? Amen. Faith, let me say it again, faith is the element that releases the power of God. Faith is the element that releases the power of God, not excuses. King David defeated Goliath because his faith wasn't in a sword or it wasn't in a shield or it wasn't in the armor of Saul, but it was in the God of Israel. And because he had that kind of faith, uh, amen, the men of valor followed him. Come on. Let me say it again. Amen. I don't live off of your strength, but, I, but I'm going to follow you and I'm going to find out what you got. I'm going to believe in you. If somebody's got God working in their lives, I want to I be around them. I, I want to talk to them. I, I want to rub shoulders with them. Amen. I want to pray with them. I want to find out what is it. I want to believe God with all of my heart. So God, help me, help me, help me, help me to stand firm and say, you know, whatever comes my way, I can do it because I have had leadership in my life. I've had saints in my life. I've had brothers and sisters in my life that have gone on before us. They paid the price. They showed me the way. They showed me how it's done. Dino, the Esnite, he lifted up his spear against 800, whom he slew at one time. Abishai, the brother of Joab, the son of Zariah, was chief among three, and he lifted up his spear against 300 and slew them and had the name among the three. Was he not most honorable of three? Therefore, he was their captain. Howbeit, he attained not unto the first three. You see, there's something about it. Amen. You can look around and you can see all something going on somewhere else and say, I could never attain that. Let me stop and tell you this right now. If you give your heart to God, Amen. If you give your heart, your heart to the Lord, amen, that's there with you, I promise you, amen, if you'll stand fast, amen, something's going to happen in your life, amen, where God will have faith and trust in you to get the job done. Benaniah, the son of Jehoda, the son of a valiant man. Kabziel, who had done many acts, he slew two lions like men of Moab. He went down also and slew a lion in the midst of a pit in the time of snow. How did they do this? 
How did these men do this? They trusted in God. Daniel 9, 34, 3 and 4. Daniel 3 and 4. 9, 3 and 4. He said, I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplication with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. What this was saying is he humbled himself as he was unworthy to receive God. Notice, if we think that God owes us something, if you and I think he owes us something when we pray, we probably won't receive anything. When you go to God with the attitude of you owe me, turn to your right neighbor right now and say, God don't owe you anything. God doesn't owe us anything. Amen. We owe God everything. So it's about time we step up. Notice what he said. I prayed unto the Lord my God and made my confession and said, O Lord, the great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant mercy to them that love him and to them that keep his commandments. You see, the meaning of supplication, that word is used several times, is prayer. It is prayer. Everybody say prayer. And it has a specific meaning to itself. According to the word, the history of supplication It refers to a bending down and indicates a bowing or kneeling in submission. It is a place of humbleness. One humbles himself before the king of glory. So when you kneel down and pray or you come in that spirit of humility before God, amen, God recognizes that humility. Right? You come, you come before God all puffed up and come in, God, you owe me this and God, you owe me that and God, you owe me everything else. You waste your time. But when you come into his presence with that humility and that humbleness and you bow down before him, amen, and you reverence him and you reverence his spirit and you have faith in his word and you begin to say, Lord, I believe your word. I believe your word. I may not see the results right now, but I believe your word. Amen. I might not be in a place of success right now, but I believe your word. I might still be sick in my body right now, but I'm believing your word. And we move in before him, amen, and to him with with the humbleness, amen. David recognized and understood, amen, that that really, uh, you know, he was just, uh, as we would say, a human being, a hunk of dirt, amen. And that getting into the presence of God meant all the difference. 1 Kings 8, 34 and 54. 34 says this, Then hear thou in heaven and forgive thy sin, the sin of thy people Israel, and bring them again unto the land which thou gavest unto their fathers. A, a person that, 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 that loves people will love prayer. Because it's at that place that you begin to humble yourself before God and you pray on behalf of the people. Even when they may be off course, you still approach God with that humility and you pray for the people. 
Verse 54 says, And it was so that when Solomon had made an end of praying all this prayer and supplication of the Lord, he arose from before the altar of the Lord, from kneeling on his knees with his hands spread up to heaven. Notice, (laughs) to supplicate is is asked for something humbly and earnestly. It refers most to the attitude of our prayer. This was King Solomon, the wisest of all the kings, the wealthiest. He had it all, anything and everything at his fingertips. But when he went before God, he went before God as a man stripped away from all of that royalty and all of that stuff. And he approached God as just a man, a part of his creation. And he began to pray earnestly and humbly for his people. Psalm 141, 142, 1 says, cried, I cried, or 142, he said, I, uh, one, I cried unto the Lord with my voice, with my voice unto the Lord did, did I make my supplication. Matthew 17, 19 to 21 A man made a request to Jesus and asked that his son would be free of a demon. And Jesus cast the spirit out. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could we not cast that spirit out? And he said unto them, Because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, If we believed, Jesus said, If you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, Thou shalt say unto this mountain, Remove his slandered place, and it shall remove. Nothing shall be impossible unto you. What a promise. That's a promise, but it came with a stipulation. Everybody say stipulation. Amen. How many has ever gotten something, but it came with a stipulation? Right? It came with a stipulation. There was something attached to it. There was something attached. There were strings, if I might say. And here's what it said in verse 21. How be it, this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. So, in other words, if you want these kind of things, don't expect them just to happen because you pray them. In this particular scripture, he was letting them know, how be it, this cannot go out but by prayer and fasting. So there's a stipulation here. There's strings attached here. If you want this thing to happen, you got to do this. This has to be a part of your life. Amen. And so he goes on to say, amen. Let me say, read again. How be it, this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. Our, but, but notice, our fasting is not God's fast. We fast to receive from God. Just like Jesus fasted that he might give to us. Notice, the list can go on about the mighty hand of God moving when men stepped out in faith and they prayed and they fasted. So we are no different today, Zach. You and I, we're no different today. If we want to see these things happen, we have to follow the pattern. We have to follow what the word of God said. If I want to see them, there's things that I've got to fast and pray about. Amen. Yes, should you fast? Yeah, pick your days. You fast. That's what you need to do for your sustenance. That's what you need to be strong in the spirit. Uh, Amen. But when we come up against some of the battles that that we faced all along, but today it just seems to be more prevalent because everything we see is more more at our fingertips. Uh, Amen. We need to pray and fast uh, and seek the face of God that God's hand would move, uh, amen, on this world. uh, Amen. And and, and put his hand of protection uh, on the people of God. Amen. If we want the world to be free, we're going to have to pray and fast.
Amen. Our world is in trouble right now, saints of God. Come on, it's in trouble. Uh, I don't like hearing babies cry, bombs going off. Amen. I don't like to hear mothers that are mothers and families that are leaving their sons and their and their and their uh, husbands and and probably some of them their fathers as they go off and try to find a place of safety and these others go in in to try to fight for their city and for their their freedom and and for what they believe in. Amen. I'm going to tell you something right now. Amen. There's something about that kind of dedication and commitment. If we ever brought that over into the spirit where we would say, you know what? Nothing's going to deter me. Amen. I don't, I don't care what I have to go through. I don't care what happens today or tomorrow or next week. Amen. I'm going to give myself to God. Amen. I'm going to give myself in prayer. I'm going to humble myself before him. I'm going to speak his word back at him. Amen. I'm going to talk to him. Amen. I'm going to believe it. I'm going to it. I'm going to stand on it. Amen. I'm going to make it happen. Amen. Because I'm not going to allow the enemy, amen, to usurp authority in my life. Amen. I'm going to keep God on the throne. Amen. And it might be a tough time right now. Amen. But I'm here to believe that we're going to get through it and everything is going to be all right. Come on, clap your hands and praise Him today. If we want people to be free, we need to fast and pray. If we want revival, we're going to have to lay it out. Amen. Lay it all out and lay everything else aside and pray and seek the face of the Lord. Pastor, why do you say that? Because there is some promises that God has made. He said, I will forgive our, sin, give, give our sins and he will heal our lands. Amen. He said, I would open, uh, I would be, uh, his eyes would be opened. Uh, he said, our ears would, would attend unto our prayer. His ears would attend to our prayers. Uh, amen. He would sanctify this house. Uh, his name would be here forever. His eyes and his heart shall be here perpetually. Amen. I'm here to tell you that when you tap into him, uh, he's going to supply all the resources. Uh, amen. All that you're asking for. He's going to supply them. He's going to bring them to you. If you could just say, I believe, and not just let them be words, but let action back them up. Now you recognize them, some of these words coming out of 2 Chronicles 7, 14 to 16, so let me read it to you. Amen. In closing this morning, he said, if my people which are called by my name, he said, if they will humble themselves, notice that word, humble Amen. If they will humble. You know what? It's not hard to get in the presence of God because God has given us directions. Amen. We, we, uh, uh, we frustrate ourselves many times because we feel like we can get, God, we can get the, uh, that audience with God on our own terms. You know, like picking up a phone and calling somebody and say, hey man, I need your help. Hey man, I need your help. You know, you need to come and help me. Most people are going to say, huh? I, I, don't need to, I don't need to come help you do nothing. But if you're humble and say, hey, I've got a real problem, man. I've got a flat tire. I'm out here on such and such road. Can you, can you come and help me out here? I'd really appreciate it. You know? And that's where you approach God. You approach God in a place of humility that says, you know what, God? Man, I'm goofy. I've messed up or... I'm not what I should be, but Lord, I'm approaching you humbly. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves. Notice, that's the first thing he said, if they'll humble themselves. Then he said, if they will pray. And then he said, if they will seek my face. Then he said, if they will turn from their wicked ways. 
Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Amen. Notice that. Notice, if you will humble, it starts with humility. Get yourself out of the way. Amen. Check your attitude at the door, so to speak. Amen. And humble yourself before God and say, God, here I am. This is me. I, Lord, I, I, I can't do this on my own. Because he said, if you humble yourself, if you'll pray, if you'll seek my face, if you'll turn from your wicked ways, he said, you'll hear from heaven. Amen. I will forgive your sin. I will heal your land. And the writer goes on in verse 15, he says, Now mine eyes shall be open and my ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. If you humble yourself, he said, I'll listen. If you humble yourself and come before me in humility, my ear will be open. I will listen to what you got to say. Oh, I don't know how you feel this morning, but I'm going to tell you something right now. Anytime we approach the presence of God, that should be the way we approach Him, with humility. Because that's what opens, if I might say it this way, that's what opens His ears to hear what you've got to, got to say and what you're praying. Humility. My eyes shall be open, my ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. Verse 16, he said, For now have I chosen and sanctified this house, that my name may be here forever, and mine eyes and mine heart shall be there perpetually. Amen. Folks, that is a promise that we can believe in. You say, oh, but pastor, I just don't know. I just, I'm going through, I'm just struggling. I'm going through so many different things. I promise you, stop looking around you. Stop looking at what's going on here. And start checking out what's happening here. Get down humbly before the Lord and begin to pray and seek his face and say, God, I humbly come before you. I have no control. I have, I have nothing, Lord. This is just who I am and I need your help. I need your strength. I need you to move in my life. Amen. But folks, you got to pray. You got to humble yourself. You got to pray. You got to seek his face. You got to turn from your wicked ways. See, that's a problem with us sometimes. We want to hold on to some things in our life. Amen. And those very things that we're holding on to ends up becoming the very obstacle that keeps the, our relationship with him separated amen but you got to come to that place where not just humble but when you humble yourself and you pray and you seek his face amen that you get rid of the the wicked things the things you say well wicked things Pastor, that's 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 a heavy word wicked well he uses it you know set aside the wicked things in your life amen the things just put it this way let's make it simple the things that separate you from God set aside set aside so this morning Amen. On, on, on this, uh, on this uh, uh, February the 27th, amen. Yesterday I turned 62. Uh, but today is more important than yesterday. You know why? Because Brother Mark turned 62 today. So, Brother Mark, we're moving up into that crowd. We need to pray a little bit more fast. And God will be, be with us. February is a great month. It's sunshine in the day. Sometimes it's dreary. And I don't know how you feel when it's dreary, but I don't like it. When it's cloudy. My mom didn't like it. But boy, when that sun comes out, oh. It could be 28 degrees, but if that sun's out, I'm, oh, man, that's good. 
I like that sign. I like that sign. You see, folks, you can go through a lot of dark times in your life, and you're just thinking, my Lord, when is this going to end? When is this going to stop? And then all of a sudden you begin to pray and seek the face of God in the midst of those cloudy days, in the midst of all that, God begins to shine bright. And even though you're still surrounded by all this stuff, you can say, I believe. I believe. I believe in a God that's able. What Ephesians say, what what Paul say, I, I I believe in a God that's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think. But notice, all that we can ask or think, we kind of stop right there. We stop right there. We want to believe that's, oh, yeah, I believe in that he's able to do more in city. You know. But he said, you know what? Above all, he said above all that we ask or think. But he says, according to the power that worketh in us. That's why the Spirit of God is so important to us. Because, folks, there are things you will not be able to do in your life of your own accord. Go back in those Old Testament days. Those men, they had a connection with God. They didn't, you know, they, they, they were on the right side of things. They, had, they were men of valor. Yeah, they did great things. Look at some of them. They ran for their life sometimes. That doubt crept in. They thought, you know, they, they, they thought, man, is, is this really going to come to pass? But I'm here today before we leave this house this morning. As we stand together right now, if we will make that commitment to God and say, I believe. I believe. It might be a word that you need to take and tape to your refrigerator or tape to your, 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 your mirror in your bathroom or you, you, you attach it to the, the, the uh, dashboard of your car or, or wherever you can put it to where every day, every morning, every evening you can look at that thing and say, I believe. <clears throat> and then understand that I must humbly come before the Lord, make my petitions known to Him that God could do great things in our lives. How many believes that today? Oh, the presence of the Lord is in this place. Let's just raise our hands together right now and entertain the presence of the Lord. Lord God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your presence. It's an honor, Lord God, to be here today. Stand before you, Lord Jesus, knowing that you are here and you're able. You're able, God. You, you have answers. You have, you have uh, miracles, signs, and wonders. You have that at, at your available uh, anytime you want, Lord God. Amen. But it's not all about that, Lord God. We need to uh, invest ourselves uh, into the kingdom uh, and humble ourselves before you that you might move uh, in the many ways that you desire in our lives. I open these altars up right now. Let them be open. Amen. If you'll come right now and find a place to pray for a little while and say, I believe. Why don't you start that prayer out with him? I believe. Oh, God, I believe. There's one scripture that said, I believe. Lord, help my unbelief. Oh, God. Come on, that's it. Come on, come quickly as possible. Find a place to pray. And just say to the Lord, begin your prayer. I believe. I believe, Lord. I believe, Lord. I believe, Lord. I believe, Lord. That's it, come on. Raise your voices, raise your hands. Speak to the Lord.
this place. Right where you're at, just raise your hands. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. He's able to minister to you right where you're at. Come on, tell him, I believe. I, I believe, Lord, I believe. Oh, that's it, come on. That's it, come on. The Lord is good. Love endures. That's it, come on. 